Hi, I'm Ken Mingus. This is Mingus on Tech. And today we're going to talk about CES, the Consumer Electronics 2016 show, which recently ended. The one thing I'm trying to figure out with Marion and Keith here today is whether or not CES, as it gets bigger and bigger every year, means less and less to, to people who are trying to track down technology and figure out what's going on. Um, the show, as you know, is in Las Vegas, and Marion oversaw our coverage over the last few years at Computer World. Keith has been to the show. You've been to the show, right? Yeah, for 10-plus years. Right, yeah. right, and has tracked it. And so I'm just trying to figure out, am I wrong? I mean, does CES have any any meaning anymore in terms of identifying technology trends? or? I, I think it... it gives you the the sense of the overall sense of where the market is. I think you can always tell some of the big trends and I think Marion can can kind of jump in on on what trends that she saw this year. Um, but when you're on the ground, you yeah. don't see that at all. You just it's see It's too big, right? Yeah, it's too big. It it gets too busy and you just you lose sense. It's almost like that forest for the trees analogy. It's only when you step back that can you see kind of the the big trends of the year. When you're on the floor, it's just you just see, "Ooh, cool, shiny." It's it's yeah. you just see this little gadget. Yeah, yeah. I think CES has sort of become the Super Bowl of uh, electronics. There's a lot of hype and there's a lot of marketing, yeah. but overall the show doesn't isn't like the big game. Um, but uh, talking to my reporters out there, Matt Hamlin and Barbara Krasnoff, um, there were four areas that got their attention. Um, uh, the major one, I think, was the Internet of Things. Yep. Um, yeah, you saw surprising. a lot of that yeah, stuff. I, I a saw lot. a lot of IoT stuff pop yeah, up. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Everything uh, had sensors or cameras or beacons embedded in them. As a matter of fact, CES had 4,000 companies exhibiting this year, oh, and 1,000 of those companies had some involvement with Internet of Things. How many? A thousand? A thousand of those companies. So basically a quarter of the companies yes, that were there correct. were all IoT correct. related. Okay. Yeah, and, yeah. and we're seeing like almost some some uh, feedback or, or bounce back or negative. What's Backlash. That? Backlash, thank yeah. you. About the whole IoT thing. I know that JR wrote about. Well, what was it? The, the, the whole, Bluetooth the, enabled uh, pregnancy test? Yeah, there was that. Who needs a Bluetooth enabled yeah. pregnancy test? There was, the, there was the whole Samsung refrigerator thing yeah. about the idea your of. Your refrigerator that, can order your food. You know, your, your, your fridge is going to be in your house for 10 years or more, but the hardware in it can't get updated. And, and in or, fact, right. Matt asked them about yeah. that, and they said, no, the hardware is not updatable. I mean, it, not the, the, the IoT stuff. So, I mean, who wants 10 year old IoT technology in their home right. in 2025? I mean, the more mm -hmm. exciting thing about IoT is how the data interacts with each other. Like, right. what kind of benefit can a consumer get when when device A is talking to device B? Well, there was a lot of that in, like, um, health and fitness apps. You right. Know, like, uh, they had apps that, of course, that will track your your blood pressure, your heart rate. There was even one that claims to be able to track how much body fat you burn um, by measuring I your need breath. that one. I want that one. <laughs> by measuring your breath. Whether it's going to work, who knows. What but does it, it measure? Be, it, me it measures your breath and can tell you uh, how much body oh. fat you burn by okay. measuring some kind of sort of a breathalyzer? Oh, oh, okay. for, it's a breathalyzer for <laughs> fat. I thought there I thought you, you burp into it, and then all of a sudden it tells you your body fat. Uh -huh. I saw the one that you put onto your muscles, and it gives you the muscle rate yeah. um, or your body fat rate, and that just depresses me because like I don't want to do that. But yeah. it, you know, there's the fitness enthusiasts out there that that will love that kind of device. Mm -hmm. I think the the bigger issue for a lot of people, whether they're consumers or people working at, at enterprises, is how yeah. do you take all that data and make it meaningful to them? 
Right. Like if I have a Fitbit and I, and I find out that I've I've done five thousand steps today and I only did eight thousand or I only did three thousand yesterday, what does that mean? Like what right. you know? Where's the analysis and where's and that? Well, and also I'm where does that data that go? Where does that data go? And is it secure? Yeah. And you know, and who's looking at that? I mean, I'm sure your insurance, your your health insurance company would love to look at that kind of data because give them all kind of information about you and how to insure you or not insure you or whatever. But we're not seeing any of that yet either. I mean, no. We're not seeing any kind of, like my health insurance company isn't say, hey, use this device or my, my doctor isn't saying, oh, let me see your data. It's all you know, at the individual consumer level at this point. But that's coming. I think that that will be coming. And, and as soon as more data privacy rules are set up, I think that that will be used. And it could be a help for, for um people who who use those devices and then get a, a get a better deal on their insurance as a result yeah but um, moving along there yeah. is um, there were again with the IOT thing um, there was also there were a lot of drones big ones small ones big ones that were so big you could carry a, a person in them um, otherwise known as a, like a mini helicopter yeah, yeah. Um, right or, or the Jetsons I mean that was that was kind of the the video that said, this is what this is what the Jetsons future was like was George Jetson driving this little bubble thing yeah um, I think the scary part is, is that the FAA I don't want people in bubbles above me I don't even want people on the ho- I don't even want Amazon me. delivering a box to me with a drone <laughs> that's and actually now, the, nec- my next seg- are, the next the next okay. segment's going to be on drones yeah I really want to get into that what that's okay. all about but anyway go, yeah I'm sorry I didn't mean to interrupt go yeah ahead. but drones are big in the internet of things and and companies like Intel and NVIDIA are actually actually getting more involved in them by producing um, new technologies and sensors and 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 chips that are going to help avoid collisions, which okay. is one of the key things. With, so with the, the you're big, seeing IoT and drones sort of a, a confluence there? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Um, okay, so that's sense. another area to watch. Yeah. Another thing um, uh, involving uh, robotics are these personal robots. There was one that came that was shown this year that got a lot of exposure, and it's a device that uh, is sort of like a personal assistant. Mm-hmm. It has cameras for eyes, so that it can actually uh, follow you around <laughs> your house. It can talk to you. It can tell you the weather, have a conversation. But again, this is very early on. Um, it's not the kind of thing that anyone but an early adopter would want to get. Yeah. It doesn't have a lot of practical use. And do you see time. kind of a merging between those types of the personal robots merging with things like Amazon's Echo or Alexa? That was the first thing I thought of was yeah. like a mobile Echo. Yeah. So I, I, I think that you're going to see something combining where you're going to have a robot that can answer stuff for you, but it looks more like a robot rather than just a big can of coffee or a yeah. big, cil- you know, big cylinder. With cameras for eyes. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So are the robots, do they also have like an IoT connection or is it a little early for that? To oh, I think, yes. They will I eventually. Think they will eventually, absolutely. I mean, They'll robots be connecting. So they can, yeah, you can like adjust the temperature in your house. So you can tell your robot it's too hot, make it 65 <laughs> degrees. And it will, it will tell for. your, you know, your Nest a device or whatever to adjust right. the now, temperature. Right. Now that's that's yeah. one of the things exciting from the networking standpoint uh, for, for Network World yeah. covering the IoT space was the Wi-Fi Alliance announcement of the Halo standard. The new standard, yeah. You know, for the yeah, low-powered, that and that's going to be IoT, and, and mm-hmm. you're going to start seeing you know, another standard. But until you get that IoT standard that all of these devices can talk to each other, then you'll start seeing movement in, like right now, there's like six different protocols. Right. And again, that's never going to... You're never going to see widespread adoption until you have that back-end protocol. That was announced at CES, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we'll see if we get some products that actually can, you know, if they all agree and say, all right, we'll use Wi-Fi on this low frequency. Low uh, power frequency. You know, 900, right. f- 900 megahertz, I think it is. Yeah. So 
you know that's that's exciting from the IoT space. I'm I'm not as as high up on some of these devices. Like I don't need the the pregnancy test. Well, I mean, this sounds like the you know the whole the, the robotic assistant sounds like grandson of Roomba. Instead yeah. of cleaning the house, it walks around with you. But I mean, think about this: if you're a shut-in or someone with health problems or whatever, and you want to connect that robot to like your doctor, because I know something that that Lucas Mirian has written about for us at Computer World a lot is telemedicine. And so I could certainly see a connection between the robotics that were you know being shown at CES and something like telemedicine down the road. I, you know, I don't know, maybe dreaming big. Anyway, didn't mean to there interrupt. Are things, so. there, there, there are definitely robots coming along that way that would be a device. Well, they would be machines that would provide company for for shut-ins for people right. who need um, who don't get who need to socialize with something when there's no family or or, or friends to visit. Yep. So that's definitely down the road. Okay. But another area, one of your favorites, Ken, yeah. is car technology. Car uh, again, <laughs> Internet of Things is all over that because you've got these cars that you know have all these embedded sensors and cameras to watch uh, to avoid collisions and to help map out areas. So leading to that's the whole vehicle the self- to vehicle communication. Yes, right? and also to the self-driving cars yeah. of the future. Never, not not so going to take my car. Are you going to get? Gonna take take a take while, are you going to get into a self-driving? Maybe the last one with my hands on the wheels. I'm not. I I like driving. You know what's more exciting for me this week was not from CES but from the Detroit Auto Show. Yeah. Was the Ford totally video yeah. where they were showing the car driving in snow? Yeah. Yes. Because uh-huh. a self-driving yeah. car that can that can manage snow, slush, and ice like that would be cool. Except for the fact that everybody, every other driver in the you know will on the road will not be doing that. Will the, not the, be doing the that. autonomous <laughs> car may do exactly the right thing, and the right. three people around you will do the wrong thing, and you still wind up in an accident. You know? Yeah, the first time it's, it's, it's like snows an in all New England. Nothing thing. Yeah. You've got to have everybody's autonomous, or maybe no one is, or you know, I don't see how you do the, the do both. But the, you know, it was good to see an actual video of a car actually self-driving in slow and, well, in and snow and ice. And having slush. said that, I mean, I you know, I, I recently bought a Honda Accord that has a lot of these technologies that are built into to keep you safe that steer you back into the lane that keep the, mm-hmm. the radar cruise control which keeps you the right distance those things are really helpful and they are they really do improve safety you're still driving the car but there are these you know electronic which some people call them nannies uh, you can turn them off but but I mean <laughs> I don't mind the nannies that's good if I'm a little distracted if I have to look at something and I drift out of the lane it'll pull me back that's an accident that might have happened that won't so right. I, I'm fine with that but don't, I don't want. I don't want the car to drive itself. Well, was there any other car tech that that excited either of you, uh, other than the, the self driving? Yeah, from CES. No, because I mean, you know, they've they've talked again about CarPlay and Android Auto, but that's old news now. I mean, that's already mm-hmm. showing up in cars. Um, what about I, that Faraday FF01 electric vehicle? Look like concept the concept car. Yeah, yeah, the concept car looked it like a Batmobile. Look like a ba- it does look like a Batmobile. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, a great concept. We'll see if they can pull it off. Exactly. You know, I mean, how do you do that to scale? Yeah, I, and again, I think that's what the overall trend of CES is: is you got a big splash with that car yeah. and that company. I mean, that the coverage of that was just just through the roof. Yeah. But again, once people started looking at it, they're like, "Oh, it, you're never going to. That's never going to be road. Happen. I'm never going to buy it." You know, half of these things that that really wow us. Yeah. We're not going to buy it. We're not going to buy that little Jetsons. But isn't that the helicopter. point? I mean, just to sort of bring it back yeah, to, yeah. to the original question and, and, and sort of maybe maybe wrap up. But isn't that the point of CES? It's to, to take something that may or may not work. I mean, a lot of these things will probably wind up being hits rather I mean, misses rather than right. hits. But you get them out there. You sort of see the, the landscape with the technology and the, and the concepts. And then other companies may pick up on what you've developed and, and run with it. You sure. Know? And also, I think that... Um, this year, you could see definite improvements over the same similar technologies from the previous year. So you know things are advancing, yeah. and that's kind of cool. Yeah. That's, that's a, a good that's point, too, yeah. yeah. Well, just uh, quickly, what about your thoughts on VR? 
like the Oculus Rift, they made the announcement yep. right. of uh, $600. Although pricey. Uh, yes. Very pricey. Oh. Uh, you know, Sony's got one. HTC's got one. We saw six or seven different videos of yeah. people using the VR it's stuff. Cool. Um, you know, what were your thoughts on that? I mean, if you're a gamer, I think it's very cool. Yeah. Exactly. You know, I was, gamer, but I was thinking, yeah. too, I mean, there must be ways that you can use virtual reality, maybe training surgeons. You know, something like that. Again, going back to the, yeah, the healthcare, nexus of healthcare. Y- y- you know, and when Google Glass came out, that wasn't technically a VR thing, but right. you saw a lot of people in the in the healthcare industry use that. I'm just think, thinking field service workers when they're kind of right. you know trying to fix something and yeah, they've got someone. Any, the f- any place mm-hmm. that you might need, might need to simulate. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. you, it, it could be useful. But I, I still think that's another technology in search of a solution. Do you well, think it's going to be in the gaming space first? Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh yeah. definitely oh, gaming yeah. first, but also there's possibilities in retail, there's possibilities in communications, there's possibilities in real estate. Yeah. So I think that it's just, Real you know, estate, good point. Yeah, I think there's tours. a number of possibilities for its use in industry and in the enterprise, but we're not there yet. Yeah, like and I don't think there's a, there's a overarching standard as well, so maybe there has to be, uh, you know, something where device A can talk to device B right. mm-hmm. and then the software can work with both without too much difficulty. Okay, great. So, so that, that seems to answer my question. I, I wonder what the retail, what's, oh, what's the retail case for VR? Oh, just shopping, th- going through and shopping? Oh, well, you know, uh, imagine trying really things on, shop? you know, see how you look in a certain outfit or something. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. I don't even know. Okay. Might, no, that could happen. Yeah. What I was going to say uh, is... The, the fashion plates here. The fa- right? Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> um, it sounds like basically the answer to the question is that actually CES is still important. Even if you don't get the uh, the blockbuster announcements, it's important to pay, to pay attention to the trends. And so... Uh, that's it. Good. All right. Thank you very much. I really appreciate that. That really helps me understand it, and we'll do it again soon. Thanks, Ken. You're That's welcome. it. Thank you.